I've lived a thousand lives. I piloted a thousand souls. I killed and fought and died just for a single role. It's called Things from the Flood. It's called Insert Coin Floodwater is our title. Episode 13 uh, on Happy Jack's RPG. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's better. Um, So, uh, welcome back for those of you that are joining us. Uh, If anyone out there is new right now, watch us and then do it in reverse order like Memento. Because I'm really into seeing how someone pieces (laughs) together this plot uh, in reverse. It'd be pretty fun. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go around. Let's start with Mac. Hey, I'm Mac. I'm gonna be playing Midge Johansson, who is the lone wolf playbook and is the deputy sergeant of the town. Uh, Sam. Hello, I'm Sam. I play Cassie Abrams. She is the hacker playbook and she is uh, your friendly neighborhood roboticist. Um, slash maybe future supervillain. We'll find out. Nick. Hey, folks. I'm Nick. I am playing uh, Danny Alonzo. Uh, I am using the Party Animal playbook for our uh, new group. Recently reformed. <laughs> Very recently. <laughs> Jay. Uh, hi, I'm Jay. I'm playing uh, Colin, the Seeker playbook, uh, and uh, work at the town library. And I'm awkward. And Jason. Hi, I'm Jason. I uh, normally play uh, Jackson Crash Clay, uh, the motorhead of the group, but um, he is slightly indisposed at the moment. So for tonight, uh, tonight only, I will be playing Lisa, Danny's older sister, uh, and I'll be using the rocker playbook because that was the closest to sort of being a actor performer sort of thing. You so. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it rubs salt in the wounds of Danny's feelings. So uh, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> it, you'll find out how much fun it is to just be successful in front of Danny. Like <laughs> you don't have to do anything particularly bad about it. You just have to show up and be like, oh it's okay, I can pay for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Oh, man. I will turn myself up a little bit and see if that helps. Uh, Anyhow, so um, we should talk about what happened last time, because it was fairly eventful. Mm. A few things happened, maybe. I might have written them down. Oh, that's a lot. Eventful? Yeah. All right. In the car, Cassie told Crash about Maddie's phone call as they headed to Collins. She noticed another small portal in the sky and another one down the street. Five or six more along the way. She tells Crash, uh, who is worried that Maddie is biking by herself and wants to try and pick her up. They detour to find her. Uh, Maddie hands Cassie the screaming answering machine. Um, It sounds like multiple transmissions all at once and the tape is spinning despite not being plugged in. Crash tries to tune his hearing frequency to separate out the signals. Same message is coming through multiple times. 
SOS, we're finally able to control some of the portals. We'll try again. Windows closing. A hum rings out as a portal appears and cuts a street lamp in half just ahead of the car. Uh, meanwhile, Midge has a super retro Geiger counter. Uh, it starts to register something near the portals she sees around. Everyone arrives at Collins to find him watching the portal. Midge notices the portal is warm within five feet. Uh, the Geiger counter also shows some radiation, about those the same level as an x-ray. Crash looks for something to throw through it, uh, and Colin presents him with a croquet set. So he chucks a ball in, and it disappears. He loops a hose through it, and the hose cuts at the edge. They discuss maybe putting a camcorder on a stick through it, when suddenly he gets hit in the head with a croquet ball with a note on it. The portal closes, and radiation disappears. The note has a list of 15 names containing both of Crash's parents. We surmise they're maybe alive on the other side and head to uh, and decide to head to find another portal. Uh, while everyone is debating how to communicate, another larger portal suddenly appears, cutting into the neighbor's house, and a carpet of giant crabs emerges from it. Crash grabs a croquet mallet and hits three to four of them back into the portal, while Mitch fires at them and kills five. Colin runs in to tell his mom and her guests to flee, and Cassie runs to the garage to make some napalm out of fertilizer, like you do. Meanwhile, Danny got home from lunch with Lisa to notice uh, several weird portals. He pulls over to investigate one by a mailbox. Lisa is pretty weirded out, uh, but picks up some gravel and wings it through the portal. The rocks melt and drip down to the ground. He tries to call Cassie, then sends a page when she doesn't answer, uh, with the phone number and 911. Back at Collins, the crabs try to attack Crash, who swings the mallet at them while screaming ultrasonically, and they skitter away. A couple of them are moving towards Midge. She heads for the car to call in backup and get more ammo. Former Sheriff Brody radios that he's on his way. Uh, Colin got the guests and mom out the front door safely and grabbed a baseball bat heading back to the porch. He swings at a pair of crabs near the back steps and clobbers one. Cassie finished her bomb, hucked it at the crabs, and looked the fuse. By the time Danny gets home, uh, he notices that the, all the small portals have gone out. He calls around looking for the food. Crash sees the bomb, takes off running for the portal, dodging crabs, and leaps through, disappearing into the portal. The crabs bunch up around the bomb. Uh, Colin hits the uh, other crab near him with the baseball bat and maims it, then runs back towards the house. Midge gets the shotgun from her trunk and runs back to the yard as a big Bronco and an A-Team replica van come speeding down the street. Uh, she blows away two crabs with one shot, and then Cassie's bomb delays for a few seconds, but then explodes. Rain of crab ensues, uh, but several of them have escaped back to the portal. Inside, Crash's vision is about 60%. It's difficult for him to see, but he's landed on a dark beach with a bunch of nests around and some small young crabs. In the distance, he sees some unnatural light up on the bluffs. He climbs up, injuring himself, uh, sees his robot parts underneath, and finally comes to terms with his non-humanness. At the top, he sees most of a loop facility office building with lights on. Back in Collins' yard, the portal closes and the yard is full of crab carnage. Cassie stares at the empty space where the portal used to be, and when uh, Midge asks where Crash is, she just walks. 
The Bronco with Sheriff Brody screeches up and three guys get out of the A-Team's van. Old nerds. That's where we ended it. All right. So. Um, yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's pick back up right there. Um, so those guys jumped out of the van. Uh, one of them had a Geiger counter. Um, one of them had something that I think I described as looking like the sniffer thing from the first Ghostbusters movie. Um, and the third guy started scooping up deceased crab chunks, uh, into a big black plastic bag. Um, with like one of those litter picker uppers, you know, those grabber tongs <laughs> things. Uh, so they kind of just start doing that stuff. And the sheriff comes walking right up to, um, Mac, uh, to, uh, sorry, Midge. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, that, I'll get names back in my head in a second. Uh, and, uh, he goes, well, it looks like you took care of business. Unexpectedly so. Well, uh, I guess we'll, uh, start cleaning up, uh, some of these crab chunks, huh? Uh, if you could, I wouldn't be too sad about it. I'm oh. sure my friend Colin wouldn't be too sad about it either. Anybody uh, get hurt? Um, Midge kind of looks around to the group trying to like assess if anybody looks particularly injured, but only emotionally. Yeah, I think mostly it's just emotional wounds at this point. Uh, Having vision problems. (laughs) Yeah, he's also in a different dimension. Yeah, we're not going to mention Crash to the old police chief. Uh, no, I think everyone here is as well as they can be. All right. All right. Well, I'm glad everybody's all right. Better than that poor girl out there at the golf course. Ooh. I know. And, uh, what, what's up with your squad? Well, I, I met these guys some years back. Uh, you know, they... They're a little weird, I admit. They're, but, you know, they uh, they know a lot of stuff. And you'd be surprised at the things they find when they get their mindset to it. Interesting stuff yeah. here in Boulder or everywhere? Or well, all over, all over. You know, they, they live out in the desert. <laughs> I'm uh, shocked. And, uh, you know, they... Uh, they're they're they've been around long enough to remember some of the other crazy things that happen here in town, and that's how I kind of started running into them. Uh, so you know, whenever something weird comes up, I I tend to make them pretty high on my call sheet. You think they would be so kind as to share any information they come up with with me? Well, sure, I'm sure they would, as long as you don't. Uh, don't come across too long arm of the law. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. All right. Then I think you'll get along just fine. Be all right. And he turns around and he goes, Hey, Chuck, 
and uh, the guy with the Geiger counter who must be legally blind, right? Like, his glasses <laughs> look like he's wearing, like, a welding goggle set, but they're not. They're just to get him out going for the day. Um, he comes over, and he, he goes, well, uh, it doesn't seem like... Uh, doesn't seem like there's too much residual radiation here. Um, it might have to do with the fact that there's not a lot of metal objects around that would have absorbed as much as quickly. Sure. So, I, I just, I don't know if I would uh, spend a lot of time standing right there in that burn mark. Noted, and uh, I'll make sure that uh, Colin is aware of his backyard uh Swimming pool edition. Well, it's not, it's not quite that huge. It's, like, <laughs> it's not like a giant crane. Okay, it's not that like bad. Like a backhoe scooped out a big chunk of dirt. It's yeah. It's more like there's just sort of a burn mark on the ground, and then the side of the neighbor's house kind of got melted. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but uh, and then uh, like he kind of he kind of looks at you and he goes, "Well, um." Yeah. Uh, oh, if you don't mind, we're gonna keep kind of looking around. You know, look, see, see what kind of stuff. Uh, if we find anything else, might be helpful. Don't mind. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, thank you, thank you. Um, anything we can do to help, just let us know. Yeah, and anything that I can do to assist as well, please. You know, feel free to send me in any and all info. Okay, and uh, he kind of reaches in his pocket, and he pulls out, it's like a business card, but it's, uh, it's like it's been crimped out of a piece of metal sheet, sheet metal, <laughs> right? So it's got mm -hmm. the, remember the old school label maker, where you'd like twist the thing and then push it, and it would go chunk and like make the letters kind of embossed into little plastic strips? Yep. Well, mm -hmm. it looks like someone did that, like by hand, to make a business card, oh, and then man. tin snipped it out and buffed the edges. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, so it's got it's got a phone number on there, but it's got to be like an international number or something. It's very long, like you know zero. It doesn't start with the, even the US one. Or the, the country code, it's like 003. Yeah. <laughs> Think those guys for sure. Um, you know, 005, and then it goes through a whole bunch of numbers and all that. And he's like, you can reach me there. Um, I'll always have that phone with me. And he kind of points back at the van. Much appreciated. Um, and you, when you glance back at the van, you notice that uh, it's got like on the back spoiler part on the back of the A-team style van. It's uh, it's got like a, a satellite dish thing on it, <laughs> right? That seems to be like on a gimbal, so it moves around. Like as the van turns, it turns that kind of thing. Interesting. Well, if you'll excuse me. Uh, of course, of course. And he turns and he starts taking more readings with his Geiger counter. So I'm going to go sort of round up the gang sans crash and try and 
move everybody like out of earshot of uh, the geek squad there. Sure. Okay, so things are really fucked. And we need to figure out how to unfuck them real fast. Do they have any idea where Crash went? I mean, he thought it was another world, but maybe it is, or maybe it's another dimension. I don't know, but it sounds like there's survivors on the other side. Yeah, that's what the croquet ball note said. Yeah. So if they can survive in here for this long, then he should be okay for a little while, but we need to get him back. So we either need to be able to predict when something else is going to open up again or figure out how to start opening these ourselves, which I'm not really thrilled about either option if I'm being 100% honest here. No. Nope. Also, the size of the ones that opened earlier were not ideal for getting through and retrieving him. That big one the crabs came through was a better bet. It also looked through a lot of problems. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little out of my depth here, Cassie. This seems more your speed. I mean, did any of those guys have anything to say? Is there anything anything they could do? I mean, they're checking everything out. I don't know how scientific or accurate or anything their information might be, but we can definitely ask. Uh, But I... We're, we're either playing with a bunch of people who are unlikely geniuses or we've got the goon patrol and I can't decide which. Uh, they might be both. Yeah. I'm still thinking our original plan to get into the loop facility is our best bet. Um, Crash and I were able to hack in and, and find some pretty good inroads uh, with the schematics and, um, you know, accessing the parts that are not flooded. If there's any equipment in this town that's going to help us open a portal, it's going to be in there. So you want to go back to the flooded loop facility? Well, I don't think we can activate it from in the flooded zone. I mean, you guys didn't see any equipment that would have generated that portal that was under there. Um, And, we can't go in through the ocean. Yeah. We're going on land. So, um, yeah, if we can get in there and find whatever equipment they were using to open the portals, they must have part of it on the other side if they're able to open them to this way. But if they're not able to fully control it, chances are that some of the necessary equipment is still in the facility here. I don't know how we're going to get past the security. They were pretty tight. You know, when, when uh, Danny and I got out there, like, they were on us instantly. Out of character, Dave, uh, the schematics that we found had, like, access tunnels and whatnot that were yeah. sort of uh, alternative routes in. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Like, out in the desert on the other side of town from where the flood part is. Okay, and are those 
patrolled? Do we know? Uh, I mean, you didn't you didn't get a, like a listing of like what the security was like. Yeah, you knew that back in the day. Yeah, they would be somewhat patrolled, but that doesn't mean there was a guy there like all the time. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you're very unlucky, maybe there is somebody driving by, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, or like, I don't know if I would like blow open the door with C4 and just expect sure. no one to notice for a while. That kind of yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So, uh, I'll kind of like. I'm sure I have maps and whatnot with me because I'm in my notebook. Show you guys in the notebook. Like these are the areas where there's access points out in the desert, which is probably going to be a lot less controlled than like right up on the flooded portion. So, if we can head out there and check out what the security is like, we might be able to get in that way and access some of the dry parts. Well, if we're going to do this, we should probably make sure we've got Danny coming with us, too. Yeah. Yeah, we should make sure he's okay. Uh, hopefully, the portal's open up in his mouth. Wait, has anybody heard from him? It's like, goes to check Pager. Yeah. Oh, well, shit. Okay. Uh, I guess we should give him a call. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you guys totally call call Danny. Um, he p- actually paged you with Lisa's car phone number uh, because he started sending out pages on the drive back to his house. I think that's uh, probably a number that no one would recognize. Yeah. Because I wouldn't... It's not like Danny would have given out Lisa's number to people. I, I can't imagine. That's totally accurate, but I specifically remember because we had the whole big discussion about area codes. Yes. Right. Last time. So that's that's the number that you guys all got. With okay. a, like that number, 911. I mean, I mean, there are very few people that would hate me. So, <laughs> other than the ones that are here. <laughs> I think yeah. No, that's probably Danny. All right, who wants to call him? And I get the feeling it's me. Yeah. Can I use your phone, Colin? Yeah, yeah. Go, go. Yeah, good. Go right ahead. All right. I'm gonna go to Colin's phone, and I'm going to call the number. Well, uh, so the phone in your car starts ringing, Lisa. Um, well, it's totally safe to answer the phone and talk while you're driving. Yeah, um, there's no, you got 20 years before that's a... Yeah, what, what's the uh, situation here? We're driving back from lunch or something? Yeah, you guys were driving back from lunch. You stopped and investigated one of the portals. Right. Uh, and then Danny started using your phone to page all his friends. Okay. Um, and then you guys were driving back to your house or your dad's house. Okay, cool. Uh, what, what uh, yeah, let me, 
let me pick it up just in case it's my manager, but um, it's probably just one of your friends. So uh, I pick it up. Uh, Oh wait, Danny, what's our last name out of character? Uh, Alonzo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lisa Alonzo. Lisa. Oh, Hey, uh, can I talk to Danny, please? Is he there with you? Oh yeah, of course. Hang on Uh, here, Danny. Hello. Hey, it's Midge. Uh, so big, big news. Um, portal opened at Cullen's house. Oh Bunch shit! Of- you guys have been seeing him too. That's what uh, I was preaching. Uh, Danny, Danny. Bunch of crabs spilled out. We managed to kill pretty much all of them, but Crash went through the portal. Is he okay? He Is went through okay, the portal. Danny? Danny, what's happening? Is who is who okay? Uh, just um, hold on one sec. I I have to get all the information, Lisa. Um, what like on purpose? What happened? Like on purpose, as far as I know, and we got this croquet ball, which is a whole long story. I'm not going into right now, but we got that through the portal with some names attached to it, including Crash's parents. Oh, they're alive. That's what we're thinking, and certainly what he was thinking. Danny, are we still going to Dad's house? Uh, uh, Midge, where where are you? No, uh, uh, over at Lisa, we're over no, at we're, we're, we're going to uh, my friend Colin's house. He's over on Twelfth. Uh, oh yeah, I remember Colin. Okay. Yeah, just get over here as fast as you can. We're gonna we're gonna do some interesting shit. So. Uh, I'll fill you in when you get here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are there? Are there? Is everyone there? Are people there? Which people? The the gangs here. Sans crash. Well, I'm. Well, I'm coming with Lisa. Are we gonna? Should I come separately? Well, I mean, can she just drop you off? Uh, yeah, uh, sure. I'm, yeah, um, yeah, we'll, we'll be there in a second. Okay. Um, bye. Click. Okay. So I pull the e-brake and drift into a (laughs) (laughs) U-turn. I did did Um, a stunt driving course for my, uh, acting, you know, (laughs) no, um, not doing that. The... Things the, from the fly at Tokyo My my friends are seeing those portals like we saw, uh, but but uh, bigger and um, maybe kind of dangerous. And uh, I I need to get over there so we can oh my uh, god fig- figure this out or something. God, they must be all over town. S- yeah, something. Um, who, who's hurt? You said somebody was okay. Oh no, everyone's uh, fine. Everyone is uh, just fine. Um, uh, nobody's missing or anything. It was just a uh, uh, there. There was a bunch of confusion there when uh, something about croquet balls. I didn't really get the whole story either. Uh, so, n- well, hold on. So I, I'm getting the car turned around and accelerating quite a bit, Dave. Um, sure. But also, I think Danny's full of shit, and I don't know how to roll insight. 
Uh, that would be a heart empathize. Oh, I could do that. Or mind empathize. Excuse me, mind empathize. But what about heart empathize? Uh, heart heart <laughs> charm is what he would use to lie. Yeah. Okay. Are so we, we doing could, a contested roll? We could go, go at it either way. Like, if you wanted to just both roll, we could do a contested thing. That's fine. Uh, and see how many successes everybody gets. Yeah, that nobody's missing or anything is what piqued my interest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. If nobody's missing. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I get five dice for this. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm I'm going I'm going to roll, but I'm going to give you one of my dice as an assist because that oh. was particularly okay. Well, I get ridiculous. I think I have none successes. Oh no, the extra die that you gave me is the success. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you said it was heart heart charm to lie. Yes. Uh huh. All right. Or so with one of my dice gone, that's six dice. That's the family skill. Uh, I have no successes, so that's perfect. All right. <laughs> you told so, on yourself. So in this instance, normally when you do the mind empathize, you get to ask questions, right? In mm-hmm. this instance, you just, you absolutely, bottom of your heart, know that your brother is just lying his ass off. Okay. Um, and yeah, like you could basically, and you're assuming that whatever he said, the opposite is exactly true. Okay. So in this case, someone is missing and probably hurt. And we have a few minutes of a car ride, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you yeah, want to, okay. if you want to roll a body move to see how well you drive, if you want to go particularly quickly, uh, I do. Or, um, okay, hold on. Um, but I also want to have a conversation with Danny. But I can yeah. I can talk and drive. Absolutely. Uh, one one success on okay. drive. So you accelerate. You're you're in a a German engineered sports vehicle of the nineties. It was a Mercedes, right? Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, with the top down and the wind blowing in your hair. It makes you go faster. Um. It was also the first model that had the air scarf, which is a Mercedes oh. feature that it blows warm air from the headrest down onto you so you can keep driving with the top down even if it's not great weather. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm glad I picked this. This is the kind of person I am now. Okay. I, I've got it. I've got it okay. in my head. Um, uh, so you're driving quickly and you're, you're getting there in plenty of time, but you can to- totally still have your conversation. Okay, so, Danny, we both know that's not true. Somebody's missing or whatever, and you and I both know weird shit happens in this town. This is the first time we're both seeing it at the same time. But I want you to tell me what's going on, because if this is dangerous, I'm not letting you just go in there by yourself. Wait, 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 back back that up. You know about weird stuff in this town is your friend hurt or missing the answer is yes how are they hurt or missing nobody's hurt everyone's fine uh what what kind of weird stuff have you seen danny like we we got involved with like this weird do you remember when everybody started acting weird when i was a kid you mean forever no 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 when like people's personalities got like swapped and and stuff oh yeah we yeah 
took care of that. Like that, that was something that, 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 that we did that was weird. So that's, that's one of mine. What's one of yours? Um, well, I, uh, did a lot with the camping club in high school. You probably didn't know that I did a lot of the camping stuff. You mean like sneaking out? Yep. With, yeah. with, the, with the camping club? Mm-hmm. Yep. Who had like weird glowing eyes or something? No. I don't, I don't know what you mean by that. Oh, okay. So it was, it was weird that you, that you just snuck out and hung out at the camping club. You're Who right. Sneaks yeah. out? To- to- totally weird. Who sneaks out to go camping, Danny? <laughs> Like everyone, duh. No, you sneak out to go clubbing. Not when you're a teenager. Where are I, you going clubbing? Well, it takes a while to get there. That's not the point. The point is who went missing and how. I told you everyone's fine. It's it's fine. That's um, a lie, Jenny. And I'm not mad about that. That's fine. We're both really good at lying because of how we grew up. We had to get good at it. And now I get paid to lie on TV. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, so do you remember, do you remember Jackson? Uh, yeah. The tall kid. Yeah. Uh, he, um, there was a bunch of confusion when some of those portals opened up and he, they don't know where he is. So maybe he run off, ran off, but, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's fine. He's, uh, he's really tough. Uh, Out of character. Did we explore how these things, like how things get cut through these, when we were driving, uh, we didn't. I th- uh, you threw some pebbles through, but they melted. So I don't know if it was oh, the wrong yeah. side of the of the portal because we didn't get anything through, like yeah. the croquet balls or anything. Okay, yeah. I think we poked at it with a stick, and oh. you threw some pebbles in. Didn't we see a, su- a stop sign cut in half? Yes. Yeah, we did. Okay. Okay. Well, look. If, if he's in trouble, I want to try and help out. There were, you guys got up to stuff and I wasn't always there for you and I'm here for you now and I'm, I'm doing the best that I can. Uh, thanks. I really appreciate it. Um, just be cool, I guess. We don't have a lot of people who know about the stuff that goes on here. So I just don't know how everyone's going to take it. Okay. I can do that. I respect that. I mean, you were always the cool one, but I'll do my best. (laughs) What? (laughs) Danny, do you know how bad I wanted to be in a band? Uh, just a note for people listening and not watching. I am laughing silently back here because that is just. <laughs> um, you you want to wait? You wanted to be in a band? I mean, yeah. I always thought you were you were always too busy and hanging out with uh, with with 
with your friends going out to clubs, I guess. Now I just thought you were hanging out in the woods. Well, look, I remembered there was a memory that came up in, in uh, therapy and the, there was one time I asked you to teach me how to play guitar and you said, yeah, sure. And then it didn't happen. And I just never brought it up again because uh, it felt bad. Oh, out of character. You're vicious. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. Wow. Um, Danny is never coming out of that like IH's <laughs> office, ever. I. I. I, and, and I, I look. I, I I don't know what to say. I'm 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 sorry. No, um, no, no. That's that's what I mean. Like I I had to work through that, and I know that's not your fault. We were kids, and I can't just hold that against you. Like that's wild. Okay, I get it. That's my issue. All right, but I'm tired of just being on the fringe of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Okay. Um, I want to connect with you too. Um, I'm wow. Um, okay. Uh, so Jackson went through the portal. Uh, you can go through them. The rocks didn't go through. I don't know any more than you right now. So, okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and I downshift for the corner. <laughs> and then we screech into the into the driveway. <laughs> I do a sliding parallel park, even though there's nothing to park between. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you guys pull up. Um, as you guys arrive, uh, the dude that was walking around with that Ghostbuster sniffer thing, he kind of walks over to your group, right? And he's got this kind of confused look on his face, and he goes... Um, does one, somebody live here? Is this someone's house? Or were you guys just on patrol or something? Yeah, this is somebody's house. Do you have a strange problem with... like? Do you have leaks? Do you have like a basement that's moldy? Any problem I mean, with mushrooms? In a basement? I don't think it's particularly moldy, but I haven't checked it out in a while. I... I See, and he, like, turns this thing around, and it's got, like, all kinds of weird dials and readouts and crazy shit on it. It's obviously cobbled together at home. But he goes, see right here, and he points at, like, one, like, UHF needle that's kind of bouncing. And he goes, I'm getting all these weird, like, fungus, something, like, there's some kind of problem with fungus around here and I don't know why. Like, I don't know if that has to do with the radiation. I don't... That's very weird. Huh. 
Huh, I, I honestly hadn't noticed anything. I mean, do you want to go check? Well, okay, yeah, we can we can take a look. I look at Midge, I'm like, I, I, I don't know what to do. Yeah, go take a look in your basement, I guess. That's could probably the least weird thing that could happen to you today. Probably, though I doubt it already. Well, so. go take a look. All right. And then I'm going to pull um, Cassie aside. Yeah. What was Crash's skin made from again? Kind of a... Yeah, so could they be picking up on that? It's possible. I mean, we got pretty cooked the last time you guys went through a portal. Remember how we were all red? Yeah, I wonder if, yeah, maybe you got a little cooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the radiation seems lower. Well, no. No, there's still radiation near the portal. That could be it. Hmm. Well, let's keep it in mind, and hopefully it's just mushrooms in the basement. Otherwise, very strange. Um, This guy, like, he kind of tromps up the back porch, and he's like, "Just, just inside? Is there like a basement door or something? Hang on, I'll, I'll go with you. Oh, okay. Like, uh, you know, I, I go with him. Sure. Uh, and go down into the basement. Okay. Like, as soon as he gets inside, he's like, huh. And he starts tapping on his thing, and he goes, well, I don't know if it's an inside-the-house problem. There's... Did it all go away? Yeah, it doesn't seem to be... Anything in here? Huh. He's like, I guess let's check out the basement just in case. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll take a look. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's, I don't know. Uh, We did have some animals around outside before. Oh, maybe. Maybe they brought something with them. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe some raccoons got into something or something. I don't know. I mean, they're, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, who knows. Uh, so let's, yeah, let's just go down and look. And he'll follow you down into the basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, um, how, like, full is your basement? Uh, I mean, it's... <sighs> It's pretty unfinished and very full. Okay. Pretty full of just sort of junk, you know, boxes and things that I no one's really touched in a while. Sure. Lighting name tags. Sorry. No, it's fine. You sound much better, so that's... Okay, good. Look at that. All right. Uh, so, like, he, he kind of starts waving the thing around, and he, like, goes through a bunch of different settings in the basement, right? And he goes, well, I, I don't detect anything down here that's a problem. Uh, you don't have any problem with radon down here? You don't have any 
that fungus is just not not, not here. here. No, no, I don't. I don't see anything like that. All right. Uh, so you know, thumbs up. Good job. Uh, you don't want fungus problems in your house. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely not. I mean, and certainly not whatever fungus you're detecting on that thing. That seems bad. So uh, he kind of like he kind of looks around at all the stuff and he goes, you know, I ended up getting a storage unit, and it helped me kind of clear a bunch of stuff out of my house. Oh, okay. Might be something that could help you. Just it's all right. Let's you know, let's go because now I'm like now I don't need you with my stuff. <laughs> for sure, for sure. He's like, <laughs> and he like he continues to ramble on awkwardly, like. You know, if you pay cash, they don't really keep that good of records. So, like, yeah, we can just go. You can store whatever you want in there, and nobody really like. You don't have to give your real name, even. Thanks for the tip. That's great. Let's just go. If we're everything is fine down here, let's go now. Okay. All right. And he trudges back upstairs, and like when he comes back outside, he starts messing with the thing again. He's like, "Hmm," and like you guys actually do see him follow the path that Crash ran. Hmm. Hmm. Like, the way that Crash danced through the crabs before he went through the portal. Like, from the port, like, he goes and, like, where he was waving around with the croquet mallet and all that. Like a leaf on the wind. Yeah, he, like, but this dude with this little sniffer thing is like a bloodhound, right? He is directly following that path till he gets to the portal and he's like, ah, okay, all right. Hmm. That could be useful. Hey, guy, where did you get that thing? (laughs) Can I take a look at your device there? Uh, I don't I, like, I, and he kind of shows it to you, but he doesn't hand it over. Mm, and you can okay. tell he's reluctant to do so. He's like, "This is a pretty complicated piece of technology." Like, I built it myself. I've built more complicated. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Like he wasn't trying to be a gender jerk about it. He was just being a, a no, nerd about it. He was being a nerd. Yeah. I'm like also a nerd. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I too can build complicated things. Humanoids yeah. take back. <laughs> She's not competitive at all or anything. <laughs> yeah. This, this guy strikes you as like a definite older gender swap nerd version of yourself if he'd yeah. gone down a different path. Okay. Right? <laughs> Can I... Uh, I kind of want to, like, investigate this item a little bit if he'll let me near it. I don't need to take it from him, but I do kind of want to see, like, how it works. And Yeah, for what. sure. Because building a crash tracker would be real useful right now. <laughs> uh, You can... um. Let's you know, I'm sure see. if you ask nicely, he'll give you a crash course in how he built it. Ah, uh, boo, get it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do a tech calculate. Okay, tech calculate. Mm, yes. Oh, dang, I still have conditions, too, from last time. Okay. Not as many dice as I would like. Oh, I have an idea. Can I use my iconic item 
my mini robot in like a, hey, here, I'll show you the thing I made if you let me look at yours. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, you take a look. Yeah. That works for me. Swap science nerdery for a second. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you, tiny robot. I got one success. Okay. Uh, so with your one success, you, you can tell that, like, he actually made this thing, uh, like, it's got a tiny, almost like a fish tank pump built into it, but it's, like, pulling air in this tube at the end. Uh, and then it's running it past a bunch of like particulate filters and stuff that all kind of determine like if anything is being detected and like as he changes the turns the knobs you can tell he's like how fine is does he want to detect something and like on the side he's got sort of taped uh like a bunch of like oh okay well common dust mite is x microns and you know like all of that kind of stuff down the side um but yeah, basically it it is a hundred percent a digital bloodhound. Like it cool. can detect all kinds of tiny, tiny invisible particulate stuff. Neat. Okay, cool. So I get I have kind of like a functional understanding of like how this thing works and if I wanted to build one. Yeah, that uh, I would give you like a plus one to recreate the tech. Cool. Sam. Yeah. Is it is it cool if we said uh, Crash uh, helped with Cassie's projects a lot by engineering nice-looking enclosures so she didn't wind up with these, like, ugly mess devices? Oh, yeah. Okay. Just unsightly uh, science, but not pretty yet. Yeah. So he kind of helped Cassie go to, like, oh, look at the aesthetic quality of this. Like, this is nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and it protects all the components so they don't get damaged when it yeah. gets moved around. I just want to be judgy about this guy because I'm crash isn't there and I'm. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not jealous. It's fine. Yeah, she gets a little sad for a second when she's like, "Oh, crash would make this thing nicer." Hmm. Plus, you know that this guy would never wrap one of his devices in faux flesh, <laughs> right? True. He's a quitter. No platabots for him. <laughs> well, in fairness, oh, you'd have to calibrate which, it to, to filter on. out that uh, fungal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, did you bring... Did, I don't. I honestly don't remember. Did you, did you bring platabots with you this time? Uh, I don't think we did. No, because we, we were in a kind of a hurry. Okay, okay. I just didn't want... Like, if they were just in your truck, he was totally going to go over there. But Oh, yeah, for I had sure. forgotten if you had them with you. There, mushroom casting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. So then, um, like those guys are just marauding all over the backyard, uh, and you kind of like oh, Sheriff Brody has gone back over to his uh, Bronco, and like he's. Having some coffee? Like, he's pulled out the classic Stanley thermos, and he's, like, pouring into the metal lid a cup, and he's, like... He kind of looks over at these guys going nuts around the place, and he goes, You guys find anything? I 
I don't think I'm going to be too helpful at this one, guys. Uh, why don't you finish cleaning up these here? Uh, and like the sheriff's like holding up a crab leg, and he's like, he taps it against his car, and it makes some little slices in the paint, and he's like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> like we sh- we should get this stuff out of this nice yard. Come on, let's go. And those three guys all start grabbing up the last of the the crab parts, etc. Um, and like tossing it into their van. Um, have you guys been just so I get it straight in my head? Have you guys been waiting out in the front yard, or have you kind of been watching these guys in the side and the back? I think I would be keeping an eye on them for sure. Yeah. Okay, fine. Okay. Did, if Danny and I arrived, if, I don't know if we're on the scene. Yeah, yeah, yet. you guys pulled up. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're here now. Oh, that's right. I remember. We'd that's right. Okay. Yeah, like they went to do the fungus thing. You guys just got here. Okay, cool. So you are here now in the front. And you see these guys kind of chucking stuff into this big weird van. Cool. Uh, I don't know who those guys are. Um... Do I see that the, the rest of you are out here in the front? Uh, side and backyard, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, so these guys are just loading stuff up in the van? Yep. They've okay. Got so, some, like, plastic trash bags with, like, something poking out of them. And- so um, I, I know crew when I see them. Uh, so I want to uh, uh, flip my hair and walk up to these guys. Like... Hey guys, what what are you working on? What's going on? Are you, how's it going? Uh, what's what's uh, what's all this mess? Uh, and so, like the most put together of the guys uh, that you see over Jay's left shoulder wearing a suit. Um, uh, yeah, he kind of turns and like he immediately like steps between you and the other two. <laughs> And That's so noble to, to sacrifice his body. <laughs> um, and uh, he like he goes, oh, you know, we're just uh, we're just here helping out uh, with the local law enforcement. Nothing to worry about. Uh, mm-hmm. It it'd probably go a lot better if you said like you're doing a special effects thing, or um, you're making props, or you're working on a crafts project because some of those might hold up. Um, but I, I really want to know what's, uh, what you get going on in here. And it, it's cool. Look, I'm, I'm part of the, um, look, I can't tell you my ID. I can't, you understand that, but I do need to know what all you collected for this. Okay. Uh, why don't you make a heart charm? Okay. Well, while all this is going on, I think that Danny, uh, says something effective. I'll. I have to find Mitch. I'll be right back. Sure. Dice roller to the rescue. Uh, I got two hits. Okay. Uh, so, like he, like the the like immediately is like, oh, oh, I I see. Um. Well, I understand. Uh, so we've just been collecting up some of these animal remains. 
um, and taking some readings. Uh, we're going to take them back to the lab and see if we can figure out anything about them. Uh, okay, which lab? The main lab or the other lab? Like like our our lab. Okay, so I, I can you give me that address so I can check in with you later? Uh, and like he kind of looks back over his shoulder, and the one dude like finishes tossing a bag in the back, and he stands up and he looks back, and he goes. Don't tell her our address, you idiot! And like, kind of gives him the Gilligan back of the head slap, right? Um, and then he goes, "Why would you even?" Okay, that's that's the girl that played that one vampire on Buffy, right? Come on, uh, yeah, I actually get that a lot. I look a lot like her. It actually works great for my cover. Um, but, um, I do actually need to follow up with you guys later and I don't want to have to call this in and get that whole process involved. So if you can talk to, to old Sheriff Brody over there, then, okay, well, I'm going to put this in my report. So sure. I'm disappointed. Sure. You are. Have, have fun. Okay. Maybe go hang out with Freddie Prince jr. I don't know if that's an insult or not, but I'm going to leave now. (laughs) It was a good try, though. (laughs) It was absolutely a good try, and if these guys weren't super nerds, they wouldn't know you for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Or if we had not established that you had been on a nerd show. Yeah, it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But yeah, uh, Danny, you get around the corner and you see the rest of the group kind of standing there in the yard. Okay, I have to make this quick. Lisa is uh, talking to those weird guys out front, and I'm going to need to know who those guys are, but I don't need to know right now. I told her about, uh, well, uh, never mind, hold on, back a step. We saw the portals, we did a thing with them, I told her that Crash went through one. She doesn't know anything else about Crash, but I also had to tell her that we were the ones who fixed the problem where everybody's personality swapped all those years ago. I didn't tell her the rest of it, only that we fixed it. Okay. I had to get here, and she had to know, because I don't want her to be in danger without knowing, and she doesn't want me to be in danger without knowing. But I had to tell you guys what's happening so that nobody else says anything else because I don't know about wanting to get her involved in all of this stuff, okay? So she knows Crash went through the portal. Yes. Okay. okay. I don't think any of the other stuff's going to come up. She was saying she saw weird stuff here too, but all she would say is that, you know, she used to sneak out and go camping, so whatever. Maybe she knows about the wear squatch. Yeah, maybe she knows about the wear squatch. Um, I'm. So what happened with Crash? I I mean, it's there was what something I told about you a croquet on the phone. Ball? Yeah, he we there was a croquet set that Colin had and we threw he threw one of the croquet balls through the portal and it came back with a note attached with Crash's parents' names on it. Oh. So it's possible that they're alive and I'm pretty sure that's why he ran through the portal Uh, yeah I mean do we still have the note or did he crash take it good question Uh, 
I don't actually recall, but I think he probably left it. It's like he was busy somersaulting past crabs with a croquet mallet and stuff. Probably somewhere in the yard. Um, so, we're going to have to figure out how to open a portal. Once we do that, I think I can replicate that guy's uh, crash tracker and turn it specifically to um, look for his, I guess, exterior. Okay, okay, but is that, is that, can we do that safely? I mean, Midge, you said how hot it was for the big portal when it was underwater. And I've seen those things like cut through a street sign. And when we threw some rocks at it, they just melted. Danny, nothing about this is safe. Well, the good news is if we open it in the air, it's a lot less hot than in the water because uh, Midge was able to get very close to it. It is still radioactive, which is going to be a slight problem, but uh, we just have to make it quick. Okay. And what about the crabs? Um, well, they don't do well with napalm, blunt force, or guns. <laughs> okay, that's good. Pretty much don't do well with anything. Yeah. Um, cool. So we just have to figure out how to open a portal on purpose that we can keep long enough for us to get through there while we arm ourselves with bullets, blunt force, and na- napalm. Mm-hmm. And... Then make a sniffer to go find Crash and then bring him and his parents and everyone else back. Oh, and also go find a secret entryway into the lab via a doorway in the desert. Yeah, I know. We've come walking down the side yard at this point. Y'all are down, you all are out back, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to have to go to the lab first. So, hey, guys, uh, you remember my sister, uh, Lisa? Uh, she gave me a ride here. Um, so nice to see all of you again. This is, this is incredible. Um, is your friend okay? Um, probably. We're going to have to go retrieve him. Oh. Um, do you know, where, like, what is, where did he go? A uh, different place. Okay, this is not as informational as maybe you imagined it to be. Um, but what... Um, well, what's what's important is that uh, wherever he is, we know that it's uh, safe for people to be at and that um, it's uh, uh, somewhere that we're going to be able to go get him. Cassie was just telling me that uh, she's going to figure out how to open one of these portals stably, and uh, then we'll uh, take it from there. Well, what did one just like open under him or something? Like how, like, this is scary. Uh, you know, it is. That's why, honestly, you should leave it to law enforcement, of which I am a part of. And yeah, and all the rest of these folks are too. I they suppose. are, consul- they're my consultants on this. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm familiar with how consultants work. Um, I'm sure you are. Uh, Stuff is really weird. Um, I don't want to, I don't want there to be any like bad feelings, but you know, Midge has kind of deputized us to to help her out with some things when 
weird stuff happens. Like, you know, you know, weird, weird stuff happens sometimes. And, uh, yeah, it does. I don't know what it is about our town, but I mean, it's probably the loop. We all know that. <laughs> so have you ever seen a wear squatch? No. Just like, right in there, huh? Is that like a werewolf? Yeah, but a Sasquatch. I've I've not seen a Sasquatch or a werewolf. Okay. Uh, out of character, does it seem like she's lying? Well, why don't you do a mind empathize roll? Well, I'm not very good. <laughs> okay, let's find out. I don't know. Uh, Cassie doesn't believe you. <laughs> it narrows her eyes a little bit, and it's like, hmm, outdoor club, huh? Well, now yeah. that we've gotten all the pivotal questions answered, uh, we should continue on to next steps. And uh, thanks for dropping Danny off, Lisa. It's a great help. Um, Doing a service to your community right now. Look, I've seen how this town works. I think I can be helpful in a way that the rest of your uniformed uh, compatriots won't be helpful. And uh, I, I want to help out. But, we'll let you know um, if we need somebody to act really hard at the crabs. Yeah, it seems like you'll have that all wrapped up. So Yeah. So thank you. Hey, okay. um, uh, guys, look, ev- everyone wants to help and figure out what's going on here, right? I mean, Lisa was telling me that that she always wanted to be in the band and couldn't be in the band. And I know this isn't the band and it's not the same thing, but if we could all just like, I, I, I don't know, work work together, it might be really good. Um. Lisa has a lot of experience being out in the woods and doing survival type stuff. And that information could maybe come in handy if we're planning a expedition to where crash is. Uh, and Midge, I understand, you know, that, that, that you don't want people getting too involved and weirded out in this town, but Lisa knows there's already weird stuff that's going on and I've copped to some of the stuff. So she knows our secrets, so why don't we just maybe try and work together for now? Danny, uh, my office, please, and just, like, directs over to away from the group. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Are so- you fucking kidding me? You want your sister to come with us? No, but I don't see a way that we can get out of it. I look if if we if we get some information from her, maybe get uh, like a different point of view. Maybe she can help. And if she can't, then then no harm. She already knows everything that's going on. She saw the weird things that the portals were doing, so it's not like that's a secret. Even if there is some sort of story that comes out later. 
she's going to know what we saw and what we did. And she saw some of those crab bits and she talked to those weirdos over in the, the van with the stuff and who knows what they already told her. She's smart, you know, and as much as it galls me to say she's talented and she knows what she's doing. Well, at least as much as I do, which if that's a problem, then maybe I shouldn't be helping too. Yeah, well, I already tried getting you guys not to help and see how far that went. So, well, yeah, see how far that went. So she has. I'm the just same saying genes. we're adding do, another. Do really we're adding another person, and it's your sister, and like it's a, fine. Look, do you want her inside here where you can keep an eye on what she's doing, or? Do you want her outside sneaking around trying to figure out what we're doing and maybe getting in, you know, involved or interfering? I know that, that you're going to be able to keep an eye on her and keep her under wraps if anything needs to happen. And as a law enforcement officer, she will listen to you and you'll have the legal authority if there comes a point where you need to send her home. You I make me sound you, like Mitch. a glorified babysitter. You realize that, right? I'll do the babysitting, Midge. I'm just saying that you are a responsible adult here and you're the one with authority and I respect that and she'll respect that. I'll make sure that that happens. I hope you're right. Hey, have I ever been wrong before? And she just <laughs> kind of punches and, you and in the arm. At you. <laughs> and Midge just punches you straight on in the arm. Ow. And walk you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while they're having this aside, uh, Cassie is uh, not super subtly and not very aggressively grilling Lisa on how she feels about robots. <laughs> okay. What's your stance on the uh, robot uprising? Uh, oh, out of character. How long ago was that? Uh, it's like the past couple of years, basically. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I, I mean, I went to a fundraiser for that. We were trying to get um, resources for scientists to, like, figure out a place for the robots to be. Um, I don't really know the technical aspect of that, but, uh, I mean, if people say they're people, it seems like, I don't know, I'm... Who am I to say they're not? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely people. Well, I mean, not all of them, right? So you live in California? Uh, yeah, in L.A. Nice. Is it nice there? Do you like it? Yeah, you know, almost everything about it is awesome, like... Okay, you guys don't understand. The avocados that you get here are not the same. Like, they're not... I don't even know how to put it into words. It's just... <laughs> the avocados in L.A. are different from what you can get here. They're not avocados? I thought I didn't like avocados, and then I had them in L.A. And it's just a whole other thing. Um, one bad thing, the traffic kind of sucks. You got to like 
plan an hour to go 15 miles, which is just wild. But, um, you know, there's a lot of opportunities out there. I mean, really, you should come out sometime. You could stay with me. Um, you just come out to LA sometime, man. Oh, it's, it is, no, no, it is a cool scene. I can't. No. Why not? What, what, I don't know what I do. That seems. You go on vacation. Have you ever been on vacation? What? Have you ever been on vacation? No. Who goes on vacation? Oh, well, I'm... I went to space camp once. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you should, you should come out to L.A. I would really like to visit uh, JPL. That would be cool. Yeah, we had a JPL consultant on the, one of the episodes we were working on because they were talking about... I don't, I don't know. I didn't really totally follow what they were doing, but they were building a model and it had to do a thing. Anyway, it, his shirt said JPL, so that was cool. Uh, that is pretty cool. I'm not going to do that, but okay. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, no, no pressure. I just thought, you know. <laughs> I love Colin so much. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, Lisa, um, I know Midge is, you know, obviously part of the police department and stuff, and. Um, as her deputy, some of the stuff we have to do to solve this problem is not strictly on the um, legal side of things. Are you going to be cool with that? <laughs> is yeah, that that's not that's not really an issue. Um, I'll just say, like some of the things we get up to back home. Uh, well, I guess this is home, but you know where I live now is. Uh, I, I mean, yes, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Perfect. Is that a good time for us to come walking back? <laughs> sure. While Cassie's unsettledly asking her if she's prepared to do crime. <laughs> well, now that we've gone ahead and confirmed uh, that unlawful adjacent is apparently okay, uh, to the lab? Yes, please. Okay. Doodle doodle doo. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you guys head over there in an awkward caravan. Um, uh, unfortunately, I believe Crash probably took his car keys with him. Oopsie. Um, yeah. So somebody should probably take Maddie home, who's kind of been sitting in the corner crying. Double oopsie. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, I can take Maddie home. Okay. Somebody who can do a comfort. Not me. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, so... Yeah. Cassie, you can get started on things clearly, and uh, I'll, I'll get Maddie home. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Actually, you one want- second. Um, I think Maddie has the note. Oh. Oh. Uh, and so she's holding it, and she sees... Oh, her parents' boy. names on there, and she saw that Crash jumped through a circle in the universe, and he's kind of lost her shit, right? I'll be right back. <laughs> like, she's at this point, she assumes that like her whole fa- like she has the backstory of like every starting murder hobo D and D player. Like, my whole family's dead. <laughs> they were sucked into a portal to hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Um, and she's not coping with that super over well. So she's just kind of cradling the note and then the wound up answering machine tape and like looking back and forth at each of them and like having those like like when you're right on the verge of crying all the time and like you just go over the line into like tears start falling and then you kind of sniffle it back to the other side of the line and then you're mm. going over like she's just kind of vacillating right there um Mac, Midge. does do, oh. I was going to ask? Do, do you does Midge want this? Because I was going to take care of it because okay. I figured it was part of comforting people during like crises. I'm sure it was part of like her job training and stuff. So she's that occurs to her to go do something about it. Cool. Um, she's going to go over and put both of her hands on Maddie's and the stuff that she's holding, kind of trying to eclipse the stuff from her view for a minute to get her attention. And she kind of looks up at you. You ready to go home? Uh, should should we wait here? What what if he comes back? We're going to do everything we can do to get him back, but we should probably get you home. Okay. And I'm going to give you my pager number so that you can reach me anytime. And if you can't reach me, I can reach somebody who can get to you. Oh, okay. 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 And, like, she just kind of goes along with it in that, like, emotional catatonia kind of state. Like, sure. the shock and kind of upset is too much, so it's just been turned off now. Um, and she's like, okay, okay well, let's, let's get home. Yeah. I'll get you home. Uh, maybe go through a drive-thru. Are you hungry? No, I don't. I don't think I'm hungry. Okay. Well, like you said, I'll get you home safely and I'll leave you with my number and I can be reached and I can always reach someone who can get to you. Why don't you make a heart lead roll? And that'll tell me kind of how successful you are at kind of getting through to her. Dice don't fail me now. I got two successes. Oh, okay. So, um, like, she just kind of, I think, I think the way the scene kind of plays out is she just directly gravitates towards your authority, right? She's like, someone's in charge here, okay, I will do what I'm told, okay, and, like, you're kind of putting her back on an even keel, right? Sure. Um, so she's, she's totally like, okay, all right, well... We'll go home. Well, yeah, I know I'm fine. There's there's food at home. I can I can. Are you sure? I don't mind. No, no, I'm okay for now. I don't think I'm hungry yet. Okay. Um, but she she seems to be like sort of pulling it back together. And you know your brother wouldn't leave you behind, right? He's gonna come back. And she kind of pauses for a second, and you kind of hear her whisper. He just did. But, like, she's still keeping it together, right? Yeah. He's coming back. I hope so. He wouldn't leave you. He's too stubborn. Well, that's true. 
Uh, and like as she walks out to your cruiser, like she kind of puts her hand on the the side of his car for a second, mm-hmm. and then hops in. So what do you think? Run the lights on the way back? Get everybody out of our way? Sure. Is that okay? Eh. <laughs> and she'll show uh, Maddie where the switch is to turn the lights on. Okay. So, like, you guys get going and she hits it. And, like, you can tell she's excited. She's like... Yeah, exercising authority poorly is awesome. <laughs> um, but, but it does the required effect and distracts her a bit. Um, the rest of you, uh, it at this point, it's uh, like you can all pile in Lisa's car, or you can ask. Uh, old Sheriff Brody and the nerd trio for a ride. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that... Is it just two more people? Yeah. Yeah, it's four. I imagine that backseat isn't super roomy. It is but, not. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'll be fine. I'll just squeeze in the back. Yeah. Cassie's fine. Squeezing in the back. She's scribbling calculations in her notebook about how to make the, uh, the crash tracker. Sure. Uh, you guys get wedged in, uh, and you guys head towards Cassie's lab. Uh, and you can deposit Maddie at home without drama, right? Uh, and then get back to the lab where you guys all meet up. That's fine. So there you are. You can decide what you want to do next. Um, one little side note was Maddie's boyfriend in the hospital or was he just visiting the hospital like she was? He was in the hospital because he had the bad cut on his back. Oh, that's right. He got kind of wrecked. Okay. Um, he's actually probably home by now. Okay. Like it wasn't so it, he needed stitches, but it wasn't so bad that they'd probably have kept him. Yeah. I mean, it's potentially possible that she would want to get dropped off at their house. Um, okay. To hang it like if she showed up and said, "My brother's missing. Can I stay here?" Like, I don't know. Just just as versus like leaving her at home alone. She's like, if that occurred to Maddie, then maybe. I, but um, I don't know if she would do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think like I think right now she's thinking like, if I go home, maybe Crash will come home. Oh yeah, or I might call. Or yeah, like I need to be. Um, I did get her a pager, though. You did. You did. Um, but uh, also, I'll, I will retcon one thing. He probably picks up the weird malfunctioning tape uh, <clears throat> answering machine and puts the tape back in it and, like, carries it home with her. Wow. Yeah. Because she's like, this seems to have something to do with those portals or whatever, and so she wants to keep it. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, also, when I drop her, I give her, like I said, my pager number. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give her just like a number code to put in so that I know if it's an emergency. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, like she could do 911, but we're so far past that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. 
Yeah, you can absolutely. Uh, she, she and she jots it all down next to the phone. Yeah. Okay, so uh, back at the lab. Back at the lab. Um, oh, think- uh, when you walk inside, uh, your plastic thing with angry plant. Oh yeah. Uh, it looks like angry plant has split like a cellular organism. Because now mm-hmm. there's two angry plants. Oh. And they're still, like, flopping up against, like, grossly whacking up against the side of this plexiglass container. Uh, what the hell is that? Oh, uh, those are from the place Crash went. Like, I... yeah, that, um, okay. It, it used to be one plant, but apparently, uh, it... That's neat. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. So, um, I think I'm. Lisa's just kind of like falling in Cassie's wake because she could get information from Cassie because she doesn't have a. Hard of me to not tell her. Exactly. Cassie doesn't doesn't have the filter, Um, and so just kind of like asking questions like, "Oh, so it's from another dimension," and you know, like just trying to. Well, it's unclear whether it's extraterrestrial or extra-dimensional at this okay. point. Okay, right, but that doesn't really um, matter so much at this point since we know that uh, crashes uh, probably fine and that there's probably yeah. people on the other side. So if we just kind of like maybe get started on on finding a way to make this happen on purpose. Well, sure, Cassie. What were you saying about the atmosphere? Yeah, the atmosphere has to be able to support human life, so it's going to be safe to go and then come back. Wow, this is incredible. Okay, but wasn't the loop trying to like make a thing that goes somewhere, like their whole original yeah, deal? It seems like they were successful. I mean, not entirely in the way they intended, I don't think. Um, but yeah, uh, wild success. So, um, well, sort of. Would you just hold the lid down on this? I want to reinforce it in case they keep yeah. hiding because eventually they're going to try and get out. I'm going to like, is it like down on the floor? It's like up on a counter. Yeah. Okay. So I want to just like squat down a little to be at eye level and hold the lid down and look at this thing moving around in there. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just going to like reinforce the, I don't know, seams of this box. Sure. I don't want to get. For sure. Uh, when you get your face down next to it and your eyes are near it, mm-hmm. both of them attempt to like shoot tendrils right at your face. Uh, it, like like splat against the side. Like it doesn't penetrate through, but like clearly they made an aggressive move towards face. Yeah, I think I'd still jump back sure. and just like land on my ass. <laughs> like, oh god, these things are gonna. These are flesh eaters. Oh, yeah, they're real grabby. I think they might be carnivorous. Yeah, they want to eat my face. Yeah, probably the rest of you, too. That's why I'm reinforcing the box. But don't worry, these are in the ocean part, and we're going to go on the land. What, can I help reinforce? Because I do not want that getting out. Yeah, um, see on that shelf over there, there's some ratchet straps. We're going to yes. uh, wrap those around the box. Okay. Um, and then I need to get started on the tracking device. 
Um, you know what? I think because Cassie is so used to at this point having Crash to talk through her uh, science bullshit with, um, and he's obviously not here. She is going to call her dad. Okay. So, uh, just just so I get the picture right in my head, does does the lab have a cordless phone, or does it have like a phone on a long cord? It has the longest cord you've ever seen. Okay, that's cool. so. I can definitely do that thing that Fenris does when he's on a long leash and like wind through the lab and eventually get trapped and then have to like back it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So you start. You call over to your dad, and he picks up the phone. Um, he's like, hello? Hey, Dad. Oh, hey, sweetie. How's it going? Oh, you know, it's, uh, Ed. it's been an interesting day. I'm, uh, working on a project, kind of an emergency build, and, uh, my, um, crash isn't here to talk it through, so I thought maybe I could, you know, bounce some ideas off you, if you got time. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, I'd be happy to. And, like, you can hear him shuffling around a little bit, like, probably cleaning off, like, a model kit off his desk. Like, yeah. I mean, that's the picture I have in my head of the kind of guy your dad is. Yes, definitely. Which is part of why she called him is, like, she's, like, he's so good at the, like, building tiny objects part, and that's the part Crash normally does. Um, so she'll explain to him kind of loosely what she's trying to build and, like, sure. you know. He knows what he's doing, but ask him for feedback. So, mechanically, I will give you plus two on your tech tinker roll. Okay. Cool. Um, to, to do this from your dad offering input. Sweet. Um, since he is also my anchor, is it possible to clear one of my conditions? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Him? For okay. sure. Awesome. Sweet. Okay. And the rest of you, like... You don't really have, like, I, I, like the record store never really became the group hangout, so if you want to use Cassie's lab as the place where you all kind of just decompress a little bit, mm-hmm. that's fine. Like, everybody, if you have a condition, you can kind of talk it out with the rest of the crew and and clear conditions here, too. Cool. Okay. Just, yeah, we do mo- mostly hang out here rather than anywhere else. I'm torn if I want to clear up my condition right now or not. Uh, it's entirely a personal wise. choice. Yeah, yeah. I should clear mine. That took at least. Did it take two conditions before? Yeah, it took two. Yeah, me too. So I'm clearing scared. She's still upset, but like doing science with her dad is kind of a very comforting thing. So as she's like building this thing and talking to him on the phone, um, I think she's feeling less scared. Rock on. I'm saying I'm going to clear upset. Okay. You know what? I'm going to keep scared. Okay. That's a perfectly valid choice, too. I'm still worried about what we're, what we're going into. Okay, so Tech Tinker to try and build this tracker thing? Yep. And I get a plus two from my dad and plus one from talking to the dude before. Right? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're plus three, actually. Okay. 
Mm -hmm. I seriously get no sixes on that many dice. <laughs> well, we're going to take that condition back, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, being, being an adult sucks, we've learned in this game. <laughs> Okay, let's try different. Having things. those luck points was real nice. Yeah. No way. I rolled nine dice twice and I didn't get a single six. Okay. Uh, so, like, after like an hour, right? Uh, your dad's like, uh, okay, honey, I've got to go, uh, help make dinner. Uh, I hope that helps. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I'll figure it out, Dad. Thank you. Thanks for your help. Thanks for talking through it with me. Good Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you do not successfully put together the thing. Like, you probably have a little bit of a newfound appreciation for a nerd dude. Yeah. Building the thing. Uh, um, it is apparently dif more difficult than I expected to build this thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you don't have a a crash tracking device available. Alright. Well, well, actually, you don't have this sniffer device. You probably still have the thing that you use to help track his like, power signature before. Yeah. And that yeah. kind of more gave us like a direction. Yeah. Than, oh, this is the path we chose. Okay. Yeah. So that's still an option. Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, everybody else at the hideout, what's been going on with you over the course of kind of an hour of hanging out? Uh, I think Midge is checking to see if she's gotten any other pages or anything and calling into the station just to make sure she hasn't missed anything. Okay. Uh, no, it's been pretty quiet. Since. Okay. Uh, there was like a flood of 911 calls about the blue circles. Yeah. Um, when they were happening, but then they all kind of cleared up. Okay. And like city services is now out, like making some minor repairs to things. Um... And there'll probably be some people that over the course of the next couple of weeks are super annoyed to find weird donut burns and holes in their roofs and stuff. But they might not find out until it rains. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing. But other than that, it's pretty... Okay. Uh, I guess I'm mostly just talking to Lisa and okay. her about Los Angeles and then saying I don't want to move there. <laughs> <laughs> so you now have like a very detailed knowledge of the area in which Lisa lives and <laughs> the and best all of taco stands that you will never visit <laughs> yep. let me guess it's West Hollywood mm, yeah sure I don't know 90s happening spot is I don't know yeah, I mean, she's successful, but she's not like, I have a compound in Beverly Hills successful. 
Yeah, right. no. Sh- right. So, yeah. like Sherman Oaks and Sino. Okay. Ish. Uh, that's pretty far out, though. Yeah, I feel like she's still in the thick of it. Yeah, like oh, she has to go to auditions and stuff. So. Uh, right, and we did say she had a three one zero number, so she yeah. is right. in LA proper. Maybe like the um, I don't. Really, I mean, Culver City area, you know, something Venice. That's terrible. Never mind. Um, Maybe. I mean, yeah. Uh, but also, um, Lisa is also turning the conversation back, though, of like, oh, that was your house. Okay. Oh, that's cool. It's kind of a bit, do you live there by yourself? Like, it's just trying to also, because she was sort of aware of Colin. Right. <laughs> Also being the quiet friend back then, <laughs> uh, you know, she's sort of vaguely aware of, so trying to learn more about Colin as well. Mm-hmm. So I guess it, uh, the question is how much do you. So many one word answers. Okay. Do you tell her that your mom lives with you? Does she ask me? I, she just asked like your about your house and like oh do you oh yeah she she would say like oh do you do you live alone you live there by yourself or okay. what no <laughs> okay <laughs> okay okay uh, cool all right um so you work at the library mm-hmm. do you, how do you like that I like it. Did you have to do a like a special school to be a librarian? Yeah. <laughs> I think we have a pretty good idea of the timeline of this. <laughs> Just like that. For too long. Yeah. It's super. Uh, so I have an idea about where Lisa could live. Uh, she just recently bought a place in Mount Olympus. Ooh. Uh, there's a place called Mount Olympus, Olympus in LA? Yeah. yeah. It's like a, it's a housing Jason, development. of all people you should have known. <laughs> yeah, I only know about the original one. Uh, it, it's basically like right next to Runyon Canyon and... Oh, okay. Like north of Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, come down uh, Laurel Canyon. It uh, like goes off. Yeah, east. yeah, and like all they the streets have, are named after Greek mythology. Yeah. They have great trails in L.A. Trails. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So, uh, so, 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 so during this time, Danny has been kind of. Uh, Running back and forth, I think that I think that he has been an ineffectual lab assistant for Cassie, like try, trying to fill in and grab grab things, but he's you know getting it wrong at least half the time. But he's also running over to make sure that like Lisa and Midge don't get you know glare too many daggers at each other and trying to break up any sort of information or conversation that happens there, and then. Running back and getting Lisa the wrong is not and- starting any shit with Midge. So that depends on whether Midge starts something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that even if there's not, that Danny is still kind of like running and checking every five minutes to see while he's <laughs> also trying to to help Cassie out. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah. Um, let's. How's it going, Cassie? I don't think I'm going to be able to get this thing to work in the amount of time we have. But you want me to try calling Nerd Patrol and see if we can't get something? I think they would lend us that thing. He was. He didn't even want to hand it to me. I uh, just. I have a number. I figured it was worth a call. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe since you're law enforcement, you lend it to you. Um, backup plan. We still have that thing I was using to try and track the missing uh, exoskeleton that we were looking for earlier. That could come in handy. She says quietly out of earshot of Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess it's worth a shot before we head out. The the more we can arm ourselves, the better. The sniffer device would be a way better tracking device, but in a pinch, we can use the other one. Uh, Any thoughts on making a stable portal? I'm going to have to get in there and see what the equipment looks like before we can do that. Oh, oh, we need... Okay, I guess I thought that... If you all need okay. to get something from those nerds in the van, um, I, I mean, maybe I could help. Sometimes I'm good at, you know, just convincing people to try something like that. One of the guys watches my show, so, like, I, I don't know if it's going to help or not, but, like, he kind of told on himself there, so... Uh, I don't know. If I can help, I want to. Can Can I make us out of character? Can I make a suggestion that the show is called Beverly Glenn? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let it be written. So let it be done. Yes. <laughs> so mode it be. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if you want to, that's fine. Or alcohol or. Oh, I thought you were going to go see them. No, uh, I was going to call. Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's worth a shot. Give them a call and see. Can't hurt to ask. All right. Or, dear, whichever. I'm going to pull out that real awkward business card with the really <laughs> long string of fucking numbers on it. And uh, try calling. It was... Was it Chuck? Uh... What was his name? I forgot what I said. But yeah, Chuck is fine. Okay. I don't know why. If if that is not the name, I don't know why that name came into my head, but it did. Uh, it is now, and I like it, so that's good. <laughs> okay. So you go to call Chuck, um, and you dial this long number, and... Um, it goes through like a bunch like you hear like a bunch of like the the telephone connection switches and <laughs> and all that kind of jazz right so like it's safe to assume it's probably like you dialed a number and it connected to some uh like telephone operator switchboard in Azerbaijan and like somebody there is like plugging the old school things in and then it connects to some other phone in Mongolia and then in essence it's in essence it's Tor for telephones yeah a hundred percent 
a hundred percent. But uh, like eventually, you get like the ringer sounds weird when it starts to finally ring, um, and you get the the phone picks up, and interestingly enough, it sounds like this dude is speaking directly into your ear. Like it's super nice. Uh, huh. It's it's not the usual '90s, especially not '90s cell phone like like every monitor like compressed kind of thing. This sounds like this dude is speaking either directly into my ear or into a very nice microphone in a very quiet room, like that kind of thing. And he goes, "Okay, hello, hey, uh, Chuck. This is uh, Deputy Sergeant Johansson. Ah, we met earlier." Uh, I understand. No names, please. Sure. No names. Forgotten. For uh, Imagine I didn't say anything. Uh, got a question for you. A friend of yours had an interesting piece of technology that could be extremely helpful with our efforts, and I was wondering if there was any chance we can share some information on how it was built or perhaps the item itself? Uh, I don't think that would be a huge problem. Um, hang on a second. Uh, and like you, like it switches over to like, uh, you get interestingly enough, like in the time modern grunge music, (laughs) right? (laughs) Playing. Um, and, uh, like, he comes back on pretty quickly, and he goes, well, uh, we can arrange a loan, uh, but we'd have to get some guarantees that, like, we'd get the device back. Uh, so, like, would, uh, my friend said that maybe your friend had this interesting thing that he showed that she showed him um would maybe we could do a swap or if something else interesting like that uh hold on a second i just put my hand over the receiver yeah, nothing sure. nearly as fancy and uh uh cassie what do you think about a tech swap just for temporary temporary i mean sure what do they want Said you were talking about something to them? Oh. I showed him George, the mini robot. That's probably it. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, out of character, they were taking sample were they taking samples of the crabs and stuff? They were taking most of the crabs. Like, whatever chunkies were there, they were trying to pick up and get out of there. So, they have a big pile of crab meat. And shell and crunch. Okay. Um, that would be possible, but I also noticed they were taking samples of the crab and whatnot. They might be interested in some related plant life (laughs) gestures to the (laughs) cell-dividing carnivorous plants. Uh, I could lend them our botany samples if they'd be interested. That's incredibly fair. So I'm going to get back on the phone with Chuck. Uh, yeah. How would you feel about 
temporarily borrowing some specimens that I don't think you've collected thus far that might be linked with those fun, fun crabs. Oh. Uh, I think that'll work. I think that'll work. Um, why don't you go out to the mailbox in seven minutes? Okie dokie. The one on the corner. The one on the corner. You got it. Uh, and seven minutes. Are you taking both of them in the plexi thing? I don't want to open it. Um, but I also don't want to leave these unattended in my lab so they can babysit them for me. (laughs) (laughs) How much of that could I hear? Like, could we hear your side of the conversation, Mac? Probably. Okay. So my question to the group is, uh, are we going to give them the Thanksgiving weeds or is that Thanksgiving? Is that safe? Uh, We're going to let them borrow the, the weeds. Danny, you can smell that, right? It smells like dad's allspice. Like it's pretty like it cinnamon. Does it smell to you? What has it smell? No, what what it smells like Thanksgiving. I don't know what how else to describe it. Uh, let me like when you were right next to it or now? Well, when uh, I was I, next to it. Yeah, I mean it doesn't the whole room doesn't stink like Thanksgiving, but like you you got I mean I'm, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get close to the tank, um, but like I think hand in front, so maybe they can't see my face, <laughs> and then <laughs> like gingerly put my nose near nearer to the tank. While you're okay. doing that, like, we don't have eyes; <laughs> they can't see you. Well, I, I, I saw when Lisa it, put her face. That's it knew when I, I was don't there. Know. Well, yeah, it probably uses another sensory. Uh, way of perceiving you. So I'm just saying, putting your hand in front of your face, they can't see you. Are you saying it has ESP? <laughs> Not necessarily, but it might. Whoa. Not impossible. That's crazy. Do, do I, do I smell what, uh, Lisa is describing at all? Um, that's yeah, pie. You don't, man. You uh, you get up next to this thing and you smell like industrial solvent and like the like that nylon, dusty nylon from the the ratchet straps, and that's what you're getting. Oh, oh yeah, like like uh, like cinnamon and pumpkin pie. Yeah, <laughs> I smell that. Yeah, see? Okay. Thank you, Danny. Cool, now that that's established... Um, There's a pupper on the screen. <laughs> Sorry, she just came in from outside and wanted to share the outside with me. <laughs> um, yes, our nerd friends are going to babysit the Thanksgiving weeks, so we don't have to worry about them multiplying in the lab. And yeah, we- but what if they eat them? The plants eat the nerds. They'll be fine. They're professionals. Okay. Then we'll have the stiffer. And then I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be fine. That they're carnivorous. So yeah, we should get out there right about now. And and psychic. You should tell them about that. 
I'm sure they'll be able to find that out on their own. Okay. Is is this like a big uh, terrarium fish tank thing that they're in, or? Yeah, it's not. It's like plexiglass kind of uh, terrarium. Yeah. I I kind of had the like the ten gallon size, right? Yeah. Not like it's not like a big, huge, giant thing. Okay. Yeah. So, so we'll carry it out to the mailbox. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you... drape a cloth over it, like you do for a bird when you want him to sleep. Sure. Um, so you carry this thing out to the the mailbox, and like standing next to the mailbox, uh, in like a trench coat and a fedora, is <laughs> is Chuck, uh, and like like big celebrity sunglasses, um, and he's like he's holding the device thing, um. And, like, when you guys approach, he, like, grabs the corner of the cloth and picks it up and, like, looks at it. And the thing is, like, slapping up against the wall. And he's like, oh, ah, these are very interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, like, he hands over the the sniffer thing. And, like, like a spiral-bound, like, 200-page technical manual on how it works. Awesome. Uh, um, how long have we had the Thanksgiving weeds? No, that's their name. <laughs> um, they like like uh, eight hours. I mean, it was this morning when Crash came back from the other world the first time, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like the beginning of evening now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna let wow, him. Know. It- Feels like it was so long, <laughs> right? So long ago. Like, You're gonna want to keep an eye on these because um, when we got these about eight hours ago, there was one, and somewhere in their interim, it divided into two. So chances are that there's gonna be more while you're watching them. All right. Uh, but if it multiplies, then you can just have one. Also. I, the- the Don't mass this is out of character. The mass originally fit in a thermos as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. they are pretty aggressive. So handle with care. Oh, all right. And like he kind of turns and goes around the corner, and like parked just around the corner is the van. Uh, <laughs> and so, like he kind of gets over to the back of the van, and you see him like fumbling and trying not to drop this thing uh and like get the back door of the van open like any anybody that's ever had to open the back of a van and like been holding something awkward at the same time like you know you're like trying to push the button to open the door of the car with one finger while you still hold on to the thing he finally gets it open (laughs) um and he gets it inside the back of the van and closes the door and then he kind of turns around and gives you guys a off of the hat and uh, jumps in and the van takes off. Oh, hope he doesn't open that. <laughs> cool, we got the driver, let's go. <laughs> yep, uh, I guess you can use the drive to study up. Yeah, looks like I've got oh, some hope. So, where are these entrances in the desert that go to the loop or something, you were saying? Oh, yeah, I'll point them out on the map. Or did 
and then Danny sort of like looks over at Lisa and goes, Oh yeah, we should, um, that's a good idea. Let's, uh, show us where they are. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, you guys can totally head out there. Um, you'll need to take both cars still. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, like Midge can take her cruiser and Lisa, if she's willing to, can drive her car. Um, and basically it's like, you know, the loop itself kind of goes all the way around town, right? And the, the part with the cooling towers that's now flooded underwater where all the main above ground buildings were, that is all basically the center point of the actual loop. Right, so part of the part of the loop actually went out like underneath the lake, and comes back, and like it's it's this big giant circle that goes all the way around town, basically. Uh, I think it's like forty miles across or something. Um, but uh, you can you like have spots where you know every you know a thousand yards along it, there was probably like an access shaft that. Uh, you know, people could get to a door and open and get down inside, and and then there are like spokes that go in from the outer loop itself and head back to that center complex. So the safe assumption was that most of it is probably not underwater because it's on the the land side. Um, but then probably like a half, a third to a half of it is probably underwater on the far side. So, do we want to find a place that's closer to the water and the portal, or maybe farther away? Any ideas on what might be better guarded or closer to what you're looking for, Cassie? That's a good question. From the schematics, we were able to find... um was there any info about like what what the sections were used for? Dave, I think you're muted. I am muted. You're right. Uh, <laughs> the um, the overall loop itself, like that whole idea, was that it was like a particle accelerator kind of a thing to help try and build this teleportation thing. Originally, I, I, that's still the commonly held belief, but like the government still says, no, no, that's not what we were doing at all. Um, but uh, then from there, like along the, the spokes, that's where you saw there were those couple of nuclear reactors. Oh, yeah, yes. um, and there's probably like there's all kinds of other stuff along those spokes. Mm -hmm. um, where they had underground labs and facilities and and that kind of stuff. It's it's a real warren of super tech. Yeah. Um. Well, guessing that a lab that would be able to open a portal would need a significant amount of power. Um, I'm going to aim for one of those reactors. <laughs> Yeah, you can totally like you know you got where those were on the map. Yeah. Um so you can pick a fairly close Yeah. spot to access the thing from there. Sure. 
and dry. Um, yep. And we'll start there. So that is no problem at all. Um, so you guys are driving out, and like the sun at this point, we'll say that the sun is. After all of this adventure of the day, and then at least an hour at the lab, uh, and then heading out into the desert, at this point the sun is going down. Like, there's still Sun's a little bit... real low. Yeah. There's, um, there's a little bit of, of uh, like, twilight light left, but um, it's getting pretty dark. Um, Obviously, you guys are able to take whatever equipment you thought made sense from the lab, so you can have flashlights and stuff. That's fine. Um, but by the time you get out there uh, and stop, you're going to need, like, like the headlights on the car are on. You know, that's, that's the kind of light we're talking about. Um, you get out there, and uh, Lisa, why don't you do a mind empathize? Okay, cool. Are, is this what? What am I empathizing with? Uh, something. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I was gonna say when we get out of the car, I give Danny the grenade launcher and I take the assault rifle for me. Oh, and <laughs> yeah. those Nerf ones—that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Would you say mind empathize? Mind empathize. Yeah. Slap a new fusion cell in my power armor. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always go in fresh. Um, there we go. None successes. Okay. Um, wait, I want to, um, I'm not going to push that. That's fine. Okay. Accept my fate. You can totally do that if you'd like. That's how that works. Yeah, I'll push. We'll go again. Okay. None. Oh, twice in a row. Okay. Um, So uh, you guys get out to this spot, and from where you're at, you don't see any other uh, headlights or anything. There is a small light on the... uh, It's sort of like... You know those enclosures at the top of like a high-rise where they have the mechanics of like the elevator, and then there's usually like a door and a, a... airway kind of thing. It's about that size, right? It's not a huge building or anything. It's kind of like a uh, you know, like a sheet metal hut, for lack of a better term, okay. um, out here. But it, it does have a, a solid steel door on it, and there is a padlock. Um, and there is a, a light on the side of, of the hut that is on. Do we see any? Do we see anyone around or any movement? Does it mm-hmm. have windows? No, you don't see anybody. Okay. And no, it does no not have vehicles? any windows. No. Mm-mm. Um, if you want to like take a minute and actually look around, you do see that there are some vehicle tracks out here in the dirt, but not anything that's super fresh or or anything. Okay. Mm. Unattended. Yeah, I mean, from what you can tell, there's nobody out here. And I'm not even making you roll, so you can believe that there's nobody right here by this building right now. 
Uh, I want to go try and check out the lock. Okay. Uh, you get up to it, and it's like a standard brass padlock that has a key. Uh, it's not like a combination lock or anything. Right. Um, uh, any chance I can pop it? Uh, you sure can. Uh, uh, when I see Danny squat down with the lock, can I uh, step over there and hand him a bobby pin out of my hair? Yeah, that'll right. give him a plus one. Okay. Um. So let's do. Uh, bobby I, I think I actually. Sneak. I actually first turn and go. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Um. Here, I want to see what I can do. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh. uh you said body sneak? Yeah. Sneak okay. is the general larceny skill. <laughs> okay. Four, five, seven, and uh, plus one for the bobby pin? Mm-hmm. Uh, two, three successes. Nice. All right. Uh, so with your first success, you pop the lock. Um... With your second success, uh, I'm going to give you the... You can make it so it doesn't look like you picked it. Okay. Right? Love that. So it's not all scratched up and junk. Uh, and then with your third success, you can get, give some... Uh, here's where it comes out again. Uh, you're, everybody, all of y'all's favorite thing to pick. Uh, you can find something unexpected, or yeah. you can give someone else a success. Do it. Do it. Going forward about Do lock it, picking. Defeating a locking <laughs> mechanism. Alright, Dave, hit me with that unexpected thing I find out. <laughs> okay. Um, it smells like Christmas dinner. <laughs> I'm just going to give everything weird smell <laughs> for the rest of the game. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, you uh, you pop the lock off and like get it out of the hasp and uh, you stand back up and as you're standing up you're looking past the building right like your friends are all kind of behind you mm-hmm. you're looking past the building and you get uh like a flash of light out there like something reflected light back your direction Okay. Uh, guys, I think we might have to be quick. I think I saw something out past the building. Some kind of flash of light. I don't know if it's a patrol or a signal or anything, but... Um, quick is uh, the name of the game. Yeah. How, how far? Like, down by the main road? I could go, like, pretend to have a flat or something. Uh, could, could I tell distance at all? No, it's actually, like... Farther away from the road. Okay. Right? Like into the desert. Like uh, just out in the desert somewhere? I don't I don't know what it was, but... And it's no longer there. Like it was just a momentary thing. Yeah. I... Just we should try and be quick and be on our guard, I guess. Um... Uh, keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be anything. 
yeah, we should be quick regardless. Right. Well, uh, yeah, um, after you. <laughs> okay. You guys are all going down the stairs. Uh, you get yep. the door open um, and uh, begin to head down the stairs. And they're like poorly lit at, at best. Um, there's like at the at each landing of the stairs, there's one of those like wire cage light bulbs, right? Um, and like the first one is actually burnt out, and then uh, you keep going down the stairs. You see more light down below you. Uh, you actually end up going down like four stories, right? Like four flights of stairs down. Uh, and then you oh, you get to another door. This one doesn't have a lock on it, um, but it's a heavy door, right? Like it's got one of those big, like pull across things, and then it pulls in locks kind of thing. So like the door, when it's closed, it you'd presume that it's probably airtight. Mm. Um, if you want to open that, you can. But you need to tell me if you want to or not, Cassie. What what are we what are we looking for? There's a is there a symbol or a door or a? I mean, is it just going to say portal information here or what? To be honest with you, I don't know. I've never been in here. Um, I'm hoping once we get inside and see some of the lab facilities, we'll be able to find a map. Or I mean, it's got to be labeled. Okay. Um, I'm going to put my ear up to the... Can I hear anything on the other side of the door? Uh, if you push your ear actually against the metal of the door, you yeah. do get um, like a hum, like a thrumming kind of a noise. Okay. Does it does it push or pull to open it? Uh, like you'd unlock it and then you'd push it in and it would hinge in. Okay, uh, I'm get anyone uh, have any better ideas? I'm gonna go ahead and open it. Yeah, this is our only like door option. Yeah, this is the only. I mean, it yeah. stairs came down to this door. It's okay. Either you leave or you continue in. Uh, okay, get ready, and I'll. I, throw I the pat bolt. Colin on the shoulder and say, "Don't worry, I'll protect you." And and <laughs> and start to push it in. Okay, uh, like it takes a little bit of elbow grease, but uh, probably just because it hasn't been opened in a while. Because at this point, you're like eight months out from the standard, uh, you know, operations of the loop. Um, so you manage to kind of get it chunked open, and you push the door in, and it's got a little bit of a rusty creak to it, but not super loud or anything. It's not screeching metal. Um... And uh, the door swings open, and inside, it's a surprisingly clean hallway. Um, cement floor, like that polished cement, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, up above you, you see, like, a giant tube, right? Like a big giant pipe thing. 
And mm. all along the pipe are like pieces of metal wrapped with copper wire that are all along the the outside skin of this pipe. So mm. presumably that is the actual particle accelerator ether. Got it. Uh, and then there's all kinds of other smaller pipes that kind of go all around it. Um, and like a, it's probably like ten yards down from where you came in. That's where you can see one of the hallways that must be a spoke. Okay. Um, now from uh, from the map that we have that I would definitely brought with us. Which direction is it to the uh, nuclear reactor? Uh, the nearest one is down that hallway. That down I'm that sure. hallway. Yeah. You okay. can go the other way, but it's a much longer walk. Yeah. Let's start that way. Okay. Uh, so you guys start walking along, and, like, it's hard to avoid the echoey footsteps, because this is a fairly big corridor with shiny, polished concrete floors. So you, uh, you get down to the corner. Um, everybody, why don't you all make... Like mind comprehend rolls? Mind comprehend. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> nice. One success. Okay. Uh, so two people got one success. One with a two. Oh, I got one. Oh, okay. I got one. All right. So all around, it's ones. So you all uh, get to the corner and look up. Oh, I got, and, I, I got two. Yeah, I'll, I'll get your extra success okay. in a second. Uh, you get to the corner, and like as you're starting to round the corner, you look up, and you are staring at uh, a mounted-on-the-ceiling-looking-this-way camera. Oh. Uh, but, like, you jump back out of the way. You you saw it in time that you don't think you were like just caught out in the middle of the hallway mm-hmm. looking goofy. Um, so you jump back around the corner. Uh, with your second success um, I will give you uh, Danny a plus one uh, to deal with the camera in whatever way you end up trying to do that. Okay. Um, in the look that I got at it, is it is it fixed or does it or does it rotate? Um, it's fixed and it's aimed this way. Okay. Well, um, that puts a damper on our uh, exploration. Any ideas? Well, there's there's always like a dead zone, and that there's like an angle that you can. Yeah. Right. I mean that's. On TV, yeah. Colin knows. Colin, how does it work? I mean, can't we, like, move it? Yeah. Like a stick or... Oh, yeah. How far is it from us? Um, like, it's it's mounted to the ceiling, so it's it's up maybe five feet above you. But it's, like, right there, so, like... Okay. Oh, If, if may, you had, may. like, a, a mop or a broom handle, you could probably reach it. What? Why don't you just shoot it out? Because then I would be leaving behind a shot-out security camera. Also, guns make a lot of noise. Also, yes. if the feed suddenly goes dead and staticky, 
everyone's okay, gonna come okay I get it. it was a bad idea i own that that's me it's fine we gotta consider all uh possibilities um I mean, was there anywhere where there might be a mop back there or a closet or something? Where if we move it, maybe we can just make a dead spot? Uh, I mean, you could spend a little time and do some investigation to look around to find a janitorial hey, rig. Hey, Danny. Yeah. Think you could hoist me up high enough to reach the camera? I was thinking. I was thinking something like that. Um, yeah. Let's let's do it. Yeah, Muppet Man. <laughs> that's always the plan let's muppet me on this shit <laughs> Wait, what's the plan uh we're gonna we're gonna move the camera just 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 stay here we'll, okay we'll be right back <laughs> so i guess we're gonna scoot in really quick and try and get underneath the angle of the camera okay so that i can hoist midge up okay. uh, to, so to turn it. Why don't you guys make a body sneak? Okay. Don't fuck up, Dice. And basically your I level got, of success will determine how attentive some security guard somewhere is. I got two successes. Oh, nice. Uh, I also got two successes. Son awesome. of a bitch. <laughs> We're back, baby. <laughs> no, no. It's just I know what you're both going to pick with your extra success. Uh, <laughs> if if one of you had made it and the other one didn't, then you'd use your die to give them a free one and it would have been fine. But you both got two successes. Why, Ayata? All right. So uh, you, get, you get around the corner real quick. Like you flatten yourself against the wall and you shuffle real fast to get past where you think it can see. Um, and uh, you manage to hoist up Midge and you can kind of twist the camera so it's pointed more up at the ceiling. So it's still showing a consistent picture. Um, sure. But it's just, it has, there's now probably like a four foot gap at the bottom where someone could duck under where it can see. Okay. Um, so, um, with your extra successes, uh, you could give a plus one to other people to hide, or you could find something unexpected. Which would you prefer? <laughs> uh, I want to be an asshole, but I also don't. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I got something. I can. I can make this happen. We have a brand for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some, so, something strange and ex- unexpected let's uh <laughs> you get up as you kind of finish moving the camera um you can feel like all of the metal objects on you mm-hmm. uh start tugging towards that big pipe right Oof. so like you feel like you feel your gun in the holster rattle uh you feel your badge kind of pull out from your your shirt a little bit. The pen in your other pocket is kind of pulling. Like, uh, I have questions about body piercings. <laughs> I didn't imply any such things, but I can't imagine the the 
the nose pierce would be comfortable if it was being tugged on by invisible strings all the time. That would be no. That would be super weird. No, and also Midge doesn't have one. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, I don't know if Midge has earrings on, but they would uh, tug unless they're gold because that's not magnetic. Sure. Um. But oh, weird. Yeah, like, and it's not like yanking at them, but like clearly, as you've gotten more than a couple of feet off the ground, you have entered into a magnetic field generated by this giant thing. And everything kind of pulls a little bit. Okay. Um, how about you, Danny? Do you want something unexpected, too? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going uh, to oh. give a plus one going forward. I'm going to be a team player on this one. Oh, all right. I, I already got something weird. It can get weirder, trust me. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we've we've uh we're infiltrating a, a government organization. Rock on. So, um yeah, you guys have successfully defeated the camera. Um you guys can move down the hallway. Um when you you start to pass uh rooms that have like uh almost like uh you know high school doors on them right so they're like a heavy wood door and then there's like a window in it with the the safety glass the mesh. yeah yeah that mesh stuff in it um and like the rooms are dark uh as you're passing but like each one has like a uh some room number on them um and like the first couple are just numbers and then you get to one that actually says like um Laguna <laughs> No, uh it it says like um material science lab uh and then like a couple more that are just numbers and then one that'll like it'll have like some staff member's name on it. Okay. That kind of thing. Uh, uh are there any names we recognize like maybe from the list? Ooh, um, probably not. Okay. Uh, no, yeah. The, the names on that list are not the names you see. Okay. Hmm. So, Cassie, any idea what we should be looking for right now? Well, material sciences, isn't it? Um, I'm going to see if the material science door is locked. You go to pull on the door, uh, and it is. Mm. It is locked. Like you Even get if the, I jiggle it? Yeah, you, you can rattle it a little bit. Oh, okay. It has, a standard, it. it has like a standard key. Okay. Kind of situation. Um... And inside, you can tell that there's still, like, scientific equipment and stuff in there from the light that spills through the little window from the hallway. Um, yeah, I'm just going to peek in there while we're deciding what to do next. Just sure. being nosy, trying to see what's going on in there. Um, so this folk we're going in goes towards the center? Yes. Yeah, you guys okay. are making progress towards the center. But, like, it's... For you to get from where you are all the way to the other side is probably like 
five mile walk. Okay. Right? The hallway you're in is big enough that you'd assume that they probably had the uh, golf carts. Mm-hmm. Something down here. Um, because like it's it's wide enough for at least two golf carts to pass okay. each other. Hmm. Okay, so I want to kind of look around for, like, if there's offices, ones that maybe, like, see if there's any doors that are unlocked that we can go in the office and see if maybe there's, like, a directory or a map or something sure. like that. Um, Good call. I mean, you have some level of, of map. Yeah, like, um, we, have, we have some schematics that I think are... Yeah, um... Like, it takes you a little while, but eventually you'd probably find a couple that are unlocked. Um, a couple that look like they were offices and somebody cleared it out. Um, and, like, you know, there's like a dead uh, house plant of some kind that somebody left behind and uh, various office supplies that never got taken, but, like, most of the files seem gone and that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and there's a couple of those. Then, um, why don't you roll, uh, well, as a group, you guys can decide who's the best at it. So, uh, mind investigate. Uh, probably not me. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's not me. I should have uh, six, I've got six, five. I have a four right now because of conditions. Yeah, five is with my conditions. Oh, oh! I actually have a six. I've got a six too with my conditions. Yeah, same. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's let Colin do it. Okay. Yeah. So, a uh, mind investigate, and then the rest of you can all roll one die to help. Great. Because you're all working together. All right. Oh. Uh, drat. Ooh. Three. Three. I, I also got a three. Three successes. Okay. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, Colin got three successes. Oh, oh by himself. Jesus. Oh, Without any of the rest of y'all. <laughs> We're uh, useless. That was. Anything else? One more successes or better. Not a librarian for nothing. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. I catalog this shit. If I, can, if I can set the scene, I think that maybe the rest of us were just kind of like arguing and talking about things and like yeah. doing inconsequential stuff and Colin he, he does a scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> you're like going in and searching through these empty, clearly what's obviously been emptied out offices and you're like, there's gotta be something. We'll find it. And Colin just kind of keeps walking, right? And gets past it where you guys are like searching through inconsequential crap. Um and he gets to uh <coughs> he gets to a lab um that this one it the door is different right like just on its face it's not just a wooden door it's a security metal steel door with mm-hmm. no window right and um it's got it's got a label on the door that um oh bother i forgot is there uh, a manticore in the room? No. Uh, <laughs> honey storage, spelled H-U-N-Y. Uh, we're going to call it... Um, 
Uh, it's just all it has on the door is like stenciled uh, one word, and it just says Chimera. I was kidding about Manticore. <laughs> that was start a joke. Putting things up there, and that's what's going to happen to you. No, uh, guys. Yeah. And then, um, Colin, you'll get two additional questions once you guys decide what you want to do with that. Um, I, there's this room over here that looks different, and maybe more of what we're looking for. Cool. Let's take a look. Though, why is it labeled like that? None of the other doors are labeled like that. Yeah, none of them are labeled like that. And Chimera does not make me real comfortable. Like a monster. Is that how you pronounce that? I've never heard it out loud before. Wasn't that like the third boss in Machine God Two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably just a code name for the project that they were working on in this lab. Oh, also, yeah, probably that. Yeah. yeah, but it's also, why would you codename your project after a monster? I mean, Maybe somebody's a nerd. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one. Fair. Um, is the door locked? So let's examine the door. Uh, the door is, in fact, locked. Um, it has uh, a keypad. Mm-hmm. And um, like a card swiper. Wow. That's Jiggle the keypad. <laughs> the keypad doesn't have like numbers, like you can't type in a code. Yes. It does? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's wow. just a standard, looks like a telephone keypad. Okay. Uh I'm going to blow on it, and the condensation will tell us what buttons have been pressed. Holy crap. <laughs> it's been like a hundred years. <laughs> you blow on it like an NES cartridge. Um, and uh, let's see if that works. Why don't you make, uh, <laughs> why don't you make a body sneak? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. Uh, all right. Four, seven, that's five, seven dice. Thank God it does not. <laughs> zero no dice. Okay. Yeah. Zero successes. Um, so, uh, you kind of breathe warm air upon it, uh, and it does not seem to coalesce into moisture in a way that you were expecting or hoping. I know. I, me, the player, is crossing tropes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. uh, also, uh, just just to double check, this thing, it has a handle, right? It's just you're supposed yeah. to like swipe and do that. Yeah, I just want to check it. the handle before we go any further. Yeah. Uh, it is locked. Okay. That, yes. I'm not that can, big an a-hole. Like, can we uh, hear anything through the door? Oh, and does uh, it have one of the little cutouts like you were talking about the other doors? No, or is it this one. That way? This okay, one has no solid. window. No, no windows and no, and no doors. doors. Uh, <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> the uh, uh, the only thing you hear is kind of the same background <clears throat> thrum that you've been hearing down here. Okay, like that general sort of, you know, there's that hum mm. of like distant 
HVAC units, um, and like, yeah, electricity going through wires and. Okay. Can I use my mini robot to interface with this keypad and hack it? You can absolutely try that. Let's give it a try. What would that be? Uh, uh, that would be... Tech Tinker? A tech Tinker, yeah. Okay. Give that a try. Okay. Using the robot. I'm not going to roll on the dice mat because it's a train. Here, then there's threes on these. Give me some walk better. <laughs> That one fell on the ground. Hold on. My iconic item is my leather jacket, and I'm trying really hard to figure out how to use it to get a door open. (laughs) (laughs) And I impress the door. Yeah. I don't even have my iconic item anymore. No. I made a single roll this entire night. Uh, So you got nothing on that roll? I got nothing on that roll. Okay, are you going to try and push? I guess so, yeah. I mean, I'm not pushing you into pushing, I'm just asking. I mean, we need to do something, and... I'll have an idea. If this doesn't work, I have an idea. Okay. Okay. Alright, one more time. I got one success. <laughs> oh. Uh, there you go. So, um, you, uh, like, you sit there and, like, the little robot helps you, like, actually disassemble the front of the, the keypad. So, like, it's kind of hanging on to the edges of the keypad and has used other limbs to pull off the, the front plate and, like, pull out the actual numbers and the wiring for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it takes you a while, but like you trace it to like a little circuit board in the back, uh, and then your little robot just kind of extends some uh, like those little electrical sensor probes, right? The, the current detector kind of things, um, and then it proceeds to punch in codes like super rapidly and detect like where the signals are going while it's intercepting them uh, until eventually it kind of brute force hacks. A code that opens the door. Sweet. Um, and then it, uh, like, you hear the door make that, like, um, noise, uh, and, like, uh, a little light on the, the dangly part of the keypad turns green, um, and you can pop the door open if you'd like. Yes. Okay. You sure. pull it open, and inside it is pitch black. Aside from the light cast in from the the, the doorway, um, lamp. Okay, uh, <laughs> you you can kick on the headlamp, and yeah. like ten feet in front of you is uh well, for lack of a better term, a corpse, um, in a tube. Like, uh, like Luke in the Bacta tank from Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. 
There, I got in a Star Wars reference for today. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, and there's, it's just floating there. And it looks kind of gross. Like, it's not rotted or anything, but, like, it's clearly dead. Like, there's no movement or anything. It still has it's a bunch a of... fluid? Yes, it is full of fluid. It is floating in a fluid thing. Uh, and there's, like, electrodes taped to it. Uh, it's a male. Okay. Um, so, mm. if this were a creepier game system, you would take some stress. Um, because it's that's kind of creepy and scary. Yeah. Oh God! What? What is, is that? Is it dead? A Were they experimenting person? on people? Um, that explains the project name a little more. Hmm. What the fuck? Um, I'm gonna go in and see if are if there's like any project notes laying about, so we can see what was happening here. Um, you spend a little time in there. Um, you you find like you find uh like a series of documents that are like uh case information on a bunch of different people. Um, that looks like they all volunteered to be part of this project. Um, and, like, basically, this first one is the least successful, right? Uh, Um, and then it goes along, and, like, it kind of gives outcomes for each one. Like, probably the first three died, um, you know, the first one died fairly quickly, then they made some changes and improvements, the second one lasted a week, the third one lasted a month, and then after that, there's seven more that all just have lived, you know, like they all lived as an outcome. Um, and each one shows, like, marked physical improvement. Right? Like, they all have, they basically, they all have, like, baseline information in the dossiers. And, like, it shows, like, over the course of six months how much faster and stronger and better like think six million dollar man kind of stuff yeah okay um that each of these people and it's a mix of genders and races and and all that uh they are all pulled from uh volunteers from military units mm-hmm. um and some of them apparently had been uh discharged from the program years back uh, and left. Um, but one of them uh, one of them, the, the, like the file notes end early. Like the last one. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and instead of the usual like, we started the experiment on this date at one year we discharged this soldier. The last one it only goes about three months. And that one actually showed the most promise, but after about three months, that's when uh, that one is is just the notes end. Mm. Are there are there names with any of these? Or are they like you know number one, number two, number seventeen? 
I'm trying to think. Um, and also, are there any scientists' names attached to these documents? Uh, all of them. All of them have reports in the back of each file from uh, a Doctor Martinez. Hmm. Uh, that some of you might remember from middle school. Um, and, uh, then the, uh, um, and then each one, each one probably does have a name. It probably has like the, like a, a small, like bio page for each one. Uh, uh, Danny is going to look and see if Peter's name is in there. Uh, it is not. Okay. Uh, and none of these, like, all of these are, like, grown adults that were in the military that volunteered for this program. Yeah. I, um, I think I knew somebody who came out of this. Oh, oh really? Lisa? Cool. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a guy we met when we were camping. He had said something about Dr. Martinez. I didn't know how much of it was real because he seemed kind of off. Um, it's like a whole thing, but off like is there a strange or off like crazy? All of the above. Is there is there a Cooper in the list of names? Uh, yes. The last one. Oh. Wow! I really thought he was making a lot of it up. I. Wow. What did he say? Uh. It's okay. We'll we'll believe you. No, I I get that. It's just like I haven't really dug this up. Um, it, it, we, we, a bunch of us ran into him camping, and it was uh, like at first he seemed cool and could you know he, he was like pretty strong and could go like he could do stuff. You know, like he was. Like, see in the dark, like Captain America shit. Mm. Whoa. Oh. Mm. Um. But um. But like the more you know, like we would go camping and go like hang out with him, uh, and he got weird, like in a real bad way, and he wanted us to like stay out there with him, and some of the. Some of my friends did. They wanted to. And that's when I took off. I don't know if you remember there was a there was a time back in the like like some people some kids went missing and I just thought that they left town because you know, if you don't work at the loop yeah. there isn't a lot going on here or you know, the pen factory, I guess, but yeah. there's nothing else going on if you're not going to do one of those two things. You think this Cooper guy had something to do with their disappearance? Yeah, I mean, he wanted us to come and like live with him in the desert. And 
and those missing kids did? I think so. I mean, I, I booked it. Like I didn't want to stay there. Right. So I took off. None of you told anyone about him or what he said or what he wanted. He said he could make us like him. Did he do it? Uh, I mean, he did something. I don't really... Uh, I don't know. I didn't stick around for the whole thing. I took off. Oh, fuck. This is some real-life Weapon X shit. Um, I didn't want to see... I didn't want to know what happened next. But he... The other ones, you know, drank the Kool-Aid or whatever, and I never saw them again. Oh, jeez. I'm... I'm so sorry. Are, are, are you okay? Yeah, I'm, it was a long time ago. I just think I told myself some of it was made up. But I also know... Yeah, I mean, it's just... It wasn't all made up, and I know that. Wow. Okay. Well, when we're out of here... I would love some more information if I could get it. it might help solve some cases. Yeah. yeah, I can do that. So, uh, out in the echoey hallway, you uh, you all hear a voice that just starts going, "Lisa, fuck no." <laughs> That's out of character. Lisa. Is this Almost, a for real thing? Are yeah. you kidding? No, I'm not kidting. Okay. Uh, and like, almost like the dude with the bottles on his fingers in the Warriors. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. That exact tone of voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you actually hear, like, you, you hear what probably is the camera getting busted. Um, like, you hear some glass breaking and you hear oh, some fuck. noises down the hallway. Is there something to grab as a weapon in here? Like, oh. anything? And that's a great place to stop for tonight. What the oh, man. No, it is You're not. You're a monster. Oh, I love it. See? See? You all can hit me with the find something unexpected, and I can leave you on a cliffhanger. That's my secret revenge. <laughs> That's all right. I get to be Lisa again. Yeah. 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 But you're all well, the way it, towards getting crashed back. It also told me, it tells me what I saw in the desert, too. I yes. saw some glinty eyes of one of the uh, mm-hmm. super soldier squatches or whatever. Oh, uh, a lot of the Denny's, too. Yeah. For those kids. Yep. Yep. All of it. Yep. Oh, I love it. Oh, man. <laughs> so good. I mean, right. I, hate, I hate you, but I love so it. So <laughs> creepy and terrible, and I love it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So, uh, this has been episode 13 of Insert Coin Floodwater. Uh, thank you for those of you that joined us live. Uh, we always enjoy uh, the chat room banter. Um, and for those of you listening or watching later, thank you. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, if you need to catch up on any episodes of the show you might have missed, uh, or any of the other amazing shows that come out of the Happy Jacks Network, you can head to happyjacks.org slash shows, 
um, and you will find a list of all the things that are currently being played, uh, all the things that we have once played, uh, and you can catch up there. Um, again, I have been Kadave, uh, that gets to enjoy watching this group happen every other week. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, two weeks! For our next episode. Um, yeah. What's been going on with everybody else? How about Mac? Uh, be- Oh. Uh, before we do that, do we want to do our questions? Uh, yeah, we or can. Or do we just want to do them next time? Oh, uh, well, let's do them at the beginning of next time. Okay. Oh, write it down. Very good. Thank you, Sam. You got it. So what's been going on with you, Mick? Oh, God, so many things. So uh, you guys can find me online as at Strange Like That, the Twitter, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, and also my website. Uh, I'm here every Monday playing either this game or I'm playing The Great American Witch, which is being run by Christopher Gray. A lot of fun. We just started that campaign, so it's a good time to jump in and get caught up. You can also find me over at 12-Sided Stories, where we're working on our third season of Otherworld London and uh, have another show coming up soon that I'm very excited about as well. So uh, it's a fully produced podcast. So check that out on your favorite podcast platform. Very cool. How about Nick? Uh, Hey everyone. In addition to this show, I'm also on a uh, Wednesday night show. That is a weekly Wednesday night show called dying embers. And we are playing in a world that is uh, just post its equivalent of a great war, uh, which was between some forces of technology and forces of magic. Uh, spoiler alert, the magic side lost. And we are essentially brown coats slash rebels slash something trying to figure out what's going on and uh, uh, survive in this, in this new world. Mm-hmm. And you can also find me on the socials at Sun Growler. Yay! Uh, hey, uh, so you can find me on the socials at Jay Holtham on all of the things. Uh, and that's right now mostly what I'm doing. Just come to me on the Twitters and I will blather at you. Sam. Hello, you can find me on the internet at Red Pandroid on most things. Um, also here on Alternating Sundays for Stu's Glittering Night campaign. Uh, which is a Vampire Masquerade 5th edition, where I play uh, Malkavian Satanic Nun, so that's pretty fun. Um, And also been uh, making a lot of stuff for my uh, t-shirt shop, my Etsy shop, so if you check out my Twitter at RedPandroid, you can find links to all of the fun art and things I make. Very cool. Jason! Hi, I'm Jason. You can find me on uh, Twitter and Twitch as It's Probably Okay. Um, I uh, Let's see, every other Sunday, I'm here running our Eberron D&D campaign. Uh, we're doing an experiment using 2D10 instead of the die 20, so that's kind of a, a fun little thing. Uh, that's every other Sunday opposite the weeks that we have this. Every other Monday, I'm here. Um I uh, also have a show on my channel, and it's probably okay on Twitch. Um, on Fridays, we have Friday Fly Day, where Sam DeLev and I play No Man's Sky and just freaking chill out. It's great. Uh, Saturday morning, we play Masks. We, we have a Into the Spider-Verse campaign uh, going, so that's a lot of fun. And uh, you can check out the game I made, demigodspbta.com. There's a quick start guide up, and I'm, I'm, I'm plugging away to finish the book. I promise it is happening. Um, we're, we're just 
move it along. So um, that's that's on its way too. That's what I've got. Very cool. Well, thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.